From the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. Peasant. I can't deal with this. I am Rocket. Star Rocket. I'm Elmont. Rocket. Winthrop, get the arch ready. We're going to Monday. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost. Even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Hello. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my pina colada. Pina coladas, Rock. Right. If you like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, finger banging on a sod farm, and drinking some natty ice. Sod farm? If you like making love by maneuver... On the fucking side of Route 25A. I'm doing I was going to say, is this the Suffolk County version? <laughs> Sod Farms. Yeah. Apparently, Rock. Uh, by the way, it's the Lunatic Radio Show. Welcome. This is I'm Kieran S. Rock, way over there in the beautiful city of uh, New York. The dog days of summer, Rock. Yeah. Are upon us. It is mid August. Everybody's like, fuck, I got to go back to school. Fuck, the summer's coming to an end. Fuck. September's coming up. And like Green Day said uh, in that song, uh, uh, whatever the fuck they said, I don't even know what they said. <laughs> Wake me up when September ends. Right. Like people don't want to think, people don't like September because it's the start of getting back into the grind of things. Yeah, of life. Right. Most people are on vacation now. It's August. They're getting it all out of their system. Back to the grind. Like uh, fucking Larry Vandercheck says. Is that his name? Larry Vandercheck? Gary Vandercheck. Gary. Larry. Larry's brother. I don't think anybody would pay attention to him if his name was Larry Vandercheck. Gary Vandercheck says it's all about work, work, work. Work 21 hours a day if you have to. Okay, Gary. You go do that, fella. Go do that, Gary. You got it all figured out. Uh, what was I saying, Rock? I don't even know where I was going. Oh, dog days of summer. There you go. Right. Right, and Rock was uh, bringing up to me before the uh, the uh, show today. Uh, he actually brought stuff to the radio program. Yeah, really? well, because I know I'm not going to be here for a while, so I feel like uh, we're going to give some a ideas. Parting gift. Yeah, I got some ideas today. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you know that song Pina Coladas? If you like Pina, it's apparently what about is the name? what is the name of that actual song? Uh, I think it's called Pina Coladas, Rock. Yeah." Or it's trying to get side ass. Trying to get side ass? That would be funny if that was the actual name of the song. Trying to get side ass. Like in the parentheses, you know, sometimes songs have a parentheses title. I never Rupert heard... Holmes Escape, the Pina Colada song. Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes did it? I actually thought that was a... Uh... Yeah, Rupert Holmes is. I have no idea what Rupert Holmes I thought it was the Margarita guy. No, that's... Um, it sounds Parrothead. like... Parrothead? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, He's got all the uh, the Tommy the, Bahama. 
What's his name? Tommy Bob. Oh, what, what the God, hell's that guy's is... name? Margaritaville guy. Who's the Margaritaville guy? Hold on. <laughs> Fucking uh, Billy Casper. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Larry Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Larry Buffett sang that song. Jimmy Buffett. Thank you. Hello but, from Boston. But Robert, Robert Holmes song. Escape the Pina Colada song. Cool teacher's live from Boston today, by the way. Nice. Yeah, she's in fucking enemy territory. I don't know what that Go Socks. Go Socks. No more Garcia Power was the greatest shortstop to ever live. Tom Brady's more than a man. He's a god. Fucking Big Poppy was shot, and they couldn't even kill him. That's how much of a fucking spectacle he is. <laughs> Big Poppy's the biggest fraud, by the way. What? He Why? Is. Huh? Because he did steroids back in the steroid era. Totally did. You have no proof. Dude, look at spring training fucking photos of him during the steroid. His arms are like, I can't say it. <laughs> Things that are at a zoo. Right. For a hundred, Alec. Got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? The things that give you the finger at the zoo. You know? <laughs> Answer is racist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he gets shot for banging a, a drug dealer's wife. Tell me he's not up to no good. Come on. Everyone wants his money. He's like Mr. Popular there. You know, it's a small it's a small country. Oh, just I don't disregard know. the fact that he banged this drug dealer's wife. <laughs> just that thought. He got shot because he's got a lot of I No, I think he got shot because he banged a drug dealer's wife. And the guy I mean, was fucking pissed I mean, off. I guess that could certainly play into it, you know. Yeah. So I don't want to hear. I don't want to see Big Poppy anymore uh, doing the pregame for fucking uh, baseball playoffs. I love baseball. Don't get about it. It's a great picture. I don't. I can't even understand the fucking guy anyway. Stop it. Uh, there's Kieran's favorite show, Big Poppy and uh, Shannon Sharp <laughs> Sports Radio. <laughs> Holy shit! That would be. That would sound like a basketball game and a mariachi band having something going on. It's like, <laughs> I swear to God, you you hear the sounds of basketballs being dribbled in a goddamn basketball gymnasium. <laughs> you think Shannon Sharp's having a conversation with somebody? <laughs> that might be racist too. I don't even know. Yeah, I think so. Check the chart. Got Check the, the racism chart. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you kind of like put the two lines together. Yes. Right. So Jimmy Buff, uh, not Jimmy Buffett. Who was the guy? Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes. Apparently no. the Pina Colada song that sounds like a Jimmy Buffett song, which is not a Jimmy Buffett song, but it sounds like a Jimmy Buffett song. It sounds like you're, you know, like a vacation song, like you're in the Florida Keys and you're cool. laying on the beach and drinking a margarita fucking or Corona looking at the ocean, having a good time. But apparently that song is about fucking my wife is boring as shit. I want to go get some side ass. And on the flip side, the wife's going, I don't like this guy's dick anymore. I want to go find a new dick. Right? So they both put out personal ads looking for new dicks and pussies. And then it turns out that they find each other in the end. Which so is, is it a sweet? That's a, my whole cat like thing about it. Is like, is this supposed to be a sweet story or is it just some really sad, you know, ugly story? I, I don't, you know, I don't know how I don't know how it should be. But but to your point, it's for just, all these years I've known this song, I've always looked at it as just this cool hanging out with a Corona by right, the beach, right? You know, tropical kind of nice song, and it has that vibe. Don't get me wrong, it but does have that vibe. the lyrics are like this is kind of sad. 
Yeah, it's a story about uh, two unfuckables trying to cheat <laughs> and realizing that they are unfuckables, and that's why they're dating. Because <laughs> they found each other. What happens when an unfuckable tries to fucking cheat? Nothing. Yeah, actually, Leroy actually brings up a good point. I think on her personal ad, she's looking for someone if you have half a brain. So she's basically like looking for anybody. Pretty much. Any- heartbeat, please. Heartbeat, you're in. Heartbeat, just give me a heartbeat. Wow. She must two pigs, these two. These are two fucking pigs. Isn't it crazy though? Like now, really, like hearing the lyrics, it just it just kind of like puts this whole weird spin on such like a chill song. Uh, but anyway, how this came up was because I've been listening to the new Sugar Ray album, mm. and they covered in that song Sugar Ray. And, and um, Mark McGrath is just he's a very good uh, vocalist, so you you I was able to hear literally every uh, word in that song, and I was able to pay attention to it. And as he's going along, I'm like. Did they like make this into like some different song? Did they make their own version of it that's kind of like sad and dark? But then it turns out, nope, it's a direct cover of the original. Google. Uh, by the way, if you're watching the show and it says the wrong date, we are alive. Oh. Uh, it is uh, Sunday. Um, <clears throat> yeah, what is the name of the Sugar Ray album? Is it called uh, No One Knows? Oh, little, no, it's called, I love the name of it too, Little Yachty. <laughs> really? Sugar Ray's new album, yeah, Little Yachty. It's great. It's a, I think it's a good. It's very chillax, you know. How many albums do you think that sold on this, other than the one you bought? Uh, well, I streamed. It. I didn't even buy it. Oh, well, uh, there you go. But that counts nowadays, right? I guess. So. Uh, I don't know how many albums. I don't know how people. People are probably buying because like Sugar Ray's back. They've been on a bit of a hiatus. Mm, so I waited with high hopes. Then she walked in the place. I knew her smile in an instant. I knew the curves of her face. It was my own lovely lady, and she said, Oh, it's you. And we laughed for a moment and thought about how sad our lives are, and we're totally unfuckables, yet we need to still fuck each other to survive the rest of our li- Wow, that, that's a really long lyric. <laughs> <laughs> it's even wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you like pina coladas or unfuckable women... Yeah, it's it goes on and on from there, Rock. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And we laughed for a moment, and I said, "I never knew." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I would imagine like, your own wife. Apparently, at that point, when they both meet in the restaurant during at the end of the song, a fight needs to happen <laughs> because you can't, you're like, "You wait, you were cheating. Wait, you were trying to cheat." Fuck. Exactly. Yeah, and then that ride home is just a fucking disaster. You know. It's just a, it's a miserable song, but yet you think it's about fucking, you know, coconuts on a beach with palm trees and, you know, a fucking nice so summer, summer so rain bad. coming through with the, the sun blaring through the rain clouds. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's what I picture. Not this, you know, two people meeting in an Applebee's because they were trying <laughs> to fucking cheat. <laughs> Take, like talking to some creeps on the personal ads in the newspaper. <laughs> right. We're on fucking Cra- Craigslist looking for strange. I mean, it could have been some dude on the other end of it. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tanya. So Sugar Ray covers this album. This song. This song. Oh, man, I really want to play Sugar Ray's fucking cover of it. I really do. Just do it. What's going to happen? They're going to fuck us on that? Eh. Sugar Ray? Yeah, we'll, we'll just get the warning. <laughs> uh, Pina. <laughs> like the yellow card in soccer. Let's just get the warning. 
uh, Sugar Ray Pina Colada song. I believe this is a uh-huh. live version. Hold on. It's definitely uh, an album version. If you know the words, sing along. I was tired of my Oh boy. Like a wanna record it. I feel so unsatisfied. Post game show is Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. He referred to me as Fatty McFatFat. They are literally, they're literally the band that plays bowling alleys, Rock. And you got that. Oh, stop it. That's not true. Mark McGrath is even wearing a, a, a palm tree shirt in this video. I don't blame him. So, so they actually cover it. They don't like make it a hard rock song. They don't do anything creative with it. No, it's a, yeah, it's like a direct cover, I guess. I don't know what the actual term would be, but yeah, there's no, uh, they didn't put any spin to it. I don't know. People. But I think it fits well with the rest of the album. I enjoy the album. I'm actually uh, kind of scared of Rock because uh, Rock is, uh, just said a minute ago on the radio program that he loves the new Sugar Ray album. And then I saw a documentation that Rock was at a, a uh, Smash Mouth concert not too long ago. <laughs> what is this, 2004? <laughs> Something I'm getting a little concerned. There's a little little bit of concern in, uh, in my voice right now. I'm uh, sticking, you know, the nostalgic times of the music. You world. shouldn't. No one should have nostalgia for Smash Mouth or Sugar Ray. <laughs> there shouldn't be a moment in your history that you remember. Uh, you know, wow, I was with this girl, and we were, you know, she showed me titty, and I, I remember that Sugar Ray song was on. <laughs> no, that should never happen. That's not how that goes down. I was fucking. You know, I remember I was fucking. You know, I was at work, and that Smash Mouth song came on and i got a raise cool teacher if you like big poppy and getting shot in the back (laughs) nice that's bringing the worlds together excellent job teacher. fucking hell yeah uh hey now you're an all-star get your gabe i don't get that gabe kapler is that what that means by the way, we'll have a number to call in, 718-690-9290 if you want to call into the radio program and have something to say. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I saw Smash Mouth. For people who may not know, I saw Smash Mouth perform in Westchester County, New York yeah. on a street, on a, on a, like a street fair, essentially. They played for like an hour. It was play, good. They played, I enjoyed it. How, what, is, what is a Smash Mouth deep track like? It's kind of like the best way to describe it is you look at the audience and everyone's just waiting for All Star. They're just kind of yeah, just like eh, all right. <laughs> so so is All Star going to be after this? <laughs> Open and close with it, and then maybe yeah. played in the middle. Yeah, but they you know they they're very uh, they brought like the kids up on stage during it. They're very they're very uh, PG band, understandably. Yeah. I remember when they first came out, they were actually uh, grouped into the like the ska rock, mm-hmm. and then this, everybody, I guess, everybody in the uh, they kind of died off. The so they ska genre was like, uh, get those guys out of here. <laughs> we don't want those guys here. Man, remember those days, like the Zoot Suit Riot and yeah. the Squirrel Nut Zippers? Yeah. It was fucking. Uh, what was that movie? Oh god damn! Now I'm just throwing mighty mighty boss tones of John Favreau. Uh, swingers, fuck swingers. Yeah, 
swingers like they uh they, that was like that was the film during that musical uh time period with all the how uh, long do you guys man. wait to call your bunnies six days <laughs> wait I'm, wait i'm gonna make gritsy's head bleed I was, they're playing fucking hockey in the game uh, <laughs> fucking house of pain so him if you've never seen that film, you got to see it. John Favreau is leaving the messages for the girl. It is oh amazing God. cringe, amazing cringe. That uh, only I'll look it up now. That is so because cringe. it still it still counts today. You know, it's not you know you know you're not leaving it on an answer machine, but you're leaving it on the voicemail. But it's very relevant nowadays. Oh, it's so good, so cringe. <laughs> and like waiting to call her, and then you leave him. Ah, oh, it's amazing. God damn, such a good film. I have it. I have it. <laughs> I'll play it. It's it's actually it's worth playing because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, here it is. Yes. Hi, this is Nikki. Leave a message. Hi, uh, Nikki. This is Mike. I met you at the um at the Dresden uh, tonight. Uh, I just called to to say that I had a great time. And you should call me tomorrow or in uh, two two days, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, my number is 213-555-4679. Oh, I remember that when the fucking... I remember that being younger and the fucking voicemail runs out and you're just like, ah, fuck. Now we look like an asshole because I'm not a radio DJ. I can't hit the post, you know. I can't get my message out in time. <laughs> Right, here he goes. Gonna try to call back. Try to call back. This is so cringeworthy. <laughs> like call back in two days or whatever. <laughs> Hi, this is Nikki. Leave a message. Hi, uh, Nikki. This is Mike again. I, I just called because it sounded like your, your machine might have cut me off when I when I uh, before I finished leaving my number. Anyway, uh, and you know, and also, um, sorry to call so late, but you were still at the Dresden when I left, so I knew I'd get your machine. Anyhow, uh, uh, my number is two one. Get to it, Jesus! It's amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing. <laughs> Just get to it. <laughs> Hi, this is Nikki. Leave a message. 213-555-4679. Just want to leave my number. Anyway, I think I was uh, weird and desperate. Uh, weird and desperate. Uh, hang out and uh, see where it goes because it's nice and, uh, you know, expectations. So, okay? Nice. Oh, God. It's so fucking cringe. Now he walks away, and he's gotta call again. Here he is. <laughs> Hi, this is Nikki. Leave a message. I just got out of a six-year relationship. Okay, let's <laughs> help explain why I'm acting so weird. I just wanted you to know that. Oh, fucking it, it's God. not you, it's me. I'm sorry. What's the makes this just a great scene? You all been you all been there. It's one point. Every guy's been there growing up. It's yeah. One point. It's, I remember. I remember. I haven't done this exact thing, but I've done things close to it. Sure. You know, sure. Uh, when like, how long to wait to call, and when you leave that message, you don't want you want to seem interested, but not at the same time, and you're fishing for words. And now people do it almost every weekend, every Friday and Saturday night, and it it's in the form of a DM. You know, yeah, because they they wake up in the morning, they're all fucking bombed up, they sober up, and they look at their nurse. Oh fuck! <laughs> you know, 
This is Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's fuck. It, it is. It's hilarious. It's an hilarious scene. Good movie. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Big b- uh, bad voodoo daddy. Oh yeah, they're another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a big moment. It was a big moment that. I remember back in college, I wanted to wear a zoot suit, go uh, swing dancing, but I was like, I don't, I don't have the dedication to learn swing dancing. <laughs> that's a lot. I, can I can't believe you were actually though thinking about it though. That's pretty amazing. We were because all of us were like, it was just West Virginia. We're all like that. We all had like a you know like a rat pack of dudes that hung out together, and we're all just kind of. We're all weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like we had a, I think the leader of our group was a guy named Suds and he was from Philadelphia. And he has, wow. he looked like an old rat packer. Like he looked like an old, he looked like Frank Sinatra when he was like kind of in his prime. He had that, he almost had like receding hairline. He had that one little, you know, it was like the, and he wore like fucking nice clothes all the time. So, sure. yeah, Suds, Suds is into this. So, yeah, Suds like, hey, you know, Suds. What a weird scene though in West Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> I know we're all we're all trying to find each, find ourselves. Rock. I was smoking. Right, I, guess- I was smoking cigars at the time because I thought that was cool. Yeah, the cigar oh. in my mouth looks like a giant dick. Here's <laughs> like hiding. Hmm, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, I thought the goo was supposed sense. to come out, not smoke. What a jip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to be into cigars. That was. Uh, I mean, I just don't. You know. No, now with you know having a kid and it's like not, but but if ever an opportunity were to come up, like to go to a cigar bar, I would certainly have one for sure. I don't, I don't know, I don't understand. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't understand cigars. Uh, so Sugar Ray's new that album. Sherman's, that Sherman's too. You ever have that Sherman's? The ones that came in the box. They were like they were like cigarettes, but they were like cigar cigarettes. Ghetto ghetto cigars. <laughs> I guess because that's the way I'm calling them. Ghetto cigars. <laughs> Aaron just breaks it down. I was literally there was a there was a small little convenience store right around the corner of my apartment in West Virginia, and I used to go there because they had like a they had a casing of cigars. It was in like a special glass case, and I'm thinking as a young dickhead, like that was the special case where all the top cigars are kept. Sure, because this fucking little shit fucking delicatessen in West Virginia, Morgantown, West Virginia, has the best cigars available in the world. <laughs> So I used to go there, and I used to pay $15 for a piece of shit cigar, I'm sure. Literally for one. One cigar, 15 bucks. $15 is, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I don't remember, but that sounds pretty average. I guess, but to me, that's like fucking, you know, that's a lot of money for a fucking cigar. A lot, a lot of scratch. Do, do kids pay that for joints these days? If you if we were to break down a joint, you know, is, yeah, joint that? by joint, is, work out? is it like $15 per joint? I don't know. What's the average? the average cost of a joint on the market these days? Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I, maybe everybody's into dabbing, whatever the fuck that is. Dabbing? That's not. A, that's that's nothing. That's just like a move. That's that move. You know? No. Dabbing. No, you're whiter than I am. Dabbing something else. Dabbing's like you you do dabs, and they're like, "Mom, fucking wasted." What? <laughs> yeah, dabbing's a whole thing. I don't know. It is right, isn't? Am I wrong on I this? I think you're wrong. I don't know. Dabbing is what I just did. I'm not doing it again. Remember Miss High Times? You just listen to our show. I still follow her on Instagram. She's always talking oh, about dabs. I don't think she's dancing yeah. all the time. I don't I, I guarantee. Right, so like, no, dabbing something dabbing, else. Dabbing, dabbing, yeah, dabbing is certainly some sort of marijuana thing. Rock. Dabs or dabbing are the names of those, of for those 
for the use of concentrated butane hash oil or BHO. It is a relatively new method of administering ingesting cannabis that involves the inhalation of highly concentrated uh, tetrahydrocannabinol, which is THC. Fuck yeah, hippie music. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of dabbing, but I feel like they're using the term dabbing with that um, dabbing. Like yeah, the dabbing is that that thing? Yeah, the dab. Yeah, is that dabbing? I don't even. I'm trying to do dabbing on the screen again. I don't know. Yeah, we're 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 just old. Sure, if we had hip TJ here, we'd know. TJ. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I was thinking about this, and I talk about this on Friday. Um, oh. But maybe I'll actually have a conversation about it today. Wow. <laughs> if you went to Woodstock back in 1969, Rock. Yeah. How many days would you last? Oh, my God. It was four days. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. They ran out of food on Saturday. The first moment that I stepped in mud, but I wasn't sure if it was mud or somebody's shit. I would have left. How about the idea of you had to park six miles away? Fuck. Actually, yeah, even that. I probably wouldn't even got him out. I'd be like, we're turning around. Fuck this. <laughs> Who's playing the who? Who gives a shit? We're out of here. <laughs> it wasn't, to be honest with you, if you think about it, it wasn't even that good of a lineup. It wasn't the best the lineup could have been that day. Back in those days, oh, I they, don't know. That's that's a that's a pretty no that, no 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 no. They didn't count. have the but doors. They didn't have Led Zeppelin. They tried to get them. That they wouldn't play. They they wouldn't true. come. They didn't want to. They you, to be the you, know, you you still had a pretty. If you good think line. if you think about the music industry in 1969, and you think about the music industry in 1994, 1999 for the Woodstock then. Those Woodstocks had every every fucking top notch band that's, of that's the time. Definitely fair to say, yeah. Nineteen sixty nine didn't. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. they were building the stage the day before the fucking event was supposed to happen. They were still building the stage, and they didn't have the Bowery fences up. So prior to the event happening, uh, about a week prior, people started showing up in the field, and they didn't have the Bowery fences up, so they couldn't collect tickets, sure. and that's when the you know event eventually announced that if the whole thing's free, and uh, we're fucked. <laughs> right. uh, you know, there's 100,000 people here we're supposed to collect money from, and uh, we can't because uh, we didn't put up the... You think that would be the first thing you put up, the you know, the next... They didn't, no, nothing was ever like that before, I'm sure. Like, that was caught everyone by surprise. I watched the Woodstock documentary on uh, on Netflix, and they said... There were other uh, festivals at the time, like around the country, but they all were fucking messes because a lot of violence took place. Wow! So, you know, they—I don't know. They, I, I guess the, I guess they really didn't learn anything from it. Festivals but, are a difficult game to get into, man. That's that's a lot of, a lot of difficult managing. You can't make them happen. I feel like they're an impossibility these days to get these festivals going. Coachella seems to have it on, but but that's because they invite all the influencers. I, I guess all the money's in influencers now. <laughs> Where it is, man. I know. The it's a fucking weird fucking era we live in, man. It's not peace, love, and dope. It's fucking influencer and ass. Hey, man. How'd this concert come about, man? Oh, Tiffany with the titty showed up. She gave a lot of money from her influencer Instagram. Oh, great, man. 
what's her what's her name is it at tiffany with the titties <laughs> Uh, our main sponsor at Tiffany with the titties putting on the putting on this big Woodstock event today let me tell you if that's still available pick that bad boy up because <laughs> you'll go far with that uh, my lord well Rock was telling me before the show that uh, some influencer he doesn't have the uh, article but he's saying that some influencer with 11 million followers from Australia was she from yeah, she's some fitness chick from Australia. She has 11.7 million uh, followers on Instagram, and apparently she makes around $70 million, assuming U.S. dollars, a year. There you go. That would that would pay for all the talent at the next Coachella. Right. Yeah, man. I'm going to get my girlfriend to start a fucking Instagram page, man, and we're going to fucking throw a big festival based on her fucking followers. She's going to show pussy and ass. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fucking... Wait a minute. That happened on this show. <laughs> you never that? Hey, About two months ago, a dude I used to work with fucking told me to promote his wife's Instagram page because she's going to be taking, like, bikini pictures. And I did. Okay. So that that actually is something that happens. <laughs> I just was making that up as a joke, like it doesn't happen. But, but wait, th- wait, did you get to see the photos? Yeah, I actually follow her on the Instagram. I bet you do. She's not bad. That's, that's what I need to do. I think that's what I need to do, Rock. That's amazing. That's so the- there it is. Yeah, you're you're right there in it. I need to I need to date niece Wade Hofer. From oh, there, there you go. That girl's hot. That girl's smoking. She's a she's an influencer. Apparently on her Patreon page, you can donate $1,000 a month and she'll send you a free personalized GIF. Wow. <laughs> what a, wow, that really equals. Imagine that. So people are doing that. that really, people are like, I will give your money for a GIF. Yeah. That really evens out. Not well. a gift with a T, a GIF. Yeah. Uh, not even, uh, an image. Yeah. Just a GIF. No nudes. She won't do nudes, even though she's pretty much 99.7% nude. <laughs> she will not go full nude. You can only see, yeah, 99.7% of her body. But once you see that titty and that little, what would they call it, Rock? The gash. Right. It's all over. <laughs> no one's going to like me anymore. Right. Apparently. Well, I, I mean, I'm just like, here with DM and be like, listen, I, I ain't got the cash for you, but I got something else for you. The audacity of Niece Wade Hofer, at Niece Wade Hofer on uh, Instagram. The audacity for her. To charge on her Patreon a thousand dollars to have that even up as like a Patreon, uh, what do they call it? A table or, or 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 what do they call that? I don't even know. I don't know what they call it. the uh, you know they got the one two three four five blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. the different the different levels. Hundred dollars a month, you get this. Two hundred dollars a month, you get this. Yeah. I mean, she's like she already is coming in with an ego. Like somebody's gonna pay a thousand bucks to see me. With a personalized gift, and that will be enough. Somebody's that's that's. You think that's where she started? You don't think she started like at a hundred, and she realized that people were just like, she, she was no just problem. getting fucking cheddar of fucking hundreds thrown yeah, at her. So she's like, I'm gonna throw another zero in there and see I, what happens. I don't know. When I tried to set up hours, and then I got really bored, and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> uh, I was just like, no, because you have to pick five tiers, you know. Mm. And you're like, I'm like, I don't, don't want to come up with, like, I don't want to do that. 
But I would imagine so her fifth tier is a thousand bucks. Chick's hot too, man. So what do you get? For, what's for the lowest one? What do you get for the lowest one? Uh, like an email response, like thanks. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I don't this know. world we live in. I know. You, you spend a thousand dollars for a GIF animation. So I think what Rock and I were talking about as we're, uh, you know, getting into a discussion about the uh, it's the fiftieth anniversary of Woodstock, and I know I did this discussion on Friday, but I'm doing it again today. Um, that influencers are going to be the people who have the ability financially to make these music festivals happen. Yes, absolutely. Fuck absolutely. It. In the future, it's going to be, here is fucking the Hurricane Festival brought to you by at so-and-so with the titties. <laughs> you know? And that's but in a way, that's kind of how the fire festival kind of got some fire underneath when they started doing that whole social media blast, right? Right. So, you know, that's, that's the power of social media these days, man. That's how that shit works. Yeah. Hey, man. I gotta see. I gotta see. Nice Wade Hover. <laughs> what? What are you looking up? No, I gotta see if at Tiffany with the titties is. It's uh, gotta be there. At Tiffany with the. T- if you have it, email like send it to me. I'll try to find it. I don't think anyone owns that. So At Tiffany with the titties. I don't think they'll let you do that. That's why. Yeah, I just did a Google search. Nothing comes up. You should try to buy get that account. <laughs> Tiffany. With the I'm gonna titties. do at Tiffany underscore tit. What? No, come on. At Tiffany with the titties. Why would you? Oh, do there's that? a at Tiffany underscore tit on Twitter. <laughs> That's weird. Is it on Instagram? Oh, she's just a normal chick, too. <laughs> what a shame. It's like deflated. Like, Hold on, Instagram. Why would you waste such a good name? I'm going to try to find it. Come on, fucking cursive. Tiffany with the titties. Nope, no results found. Kieran, you got you to gotta get that. It's free. Uh, uh, to the uh, lunatic radio. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, 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 no, no, there is no at Tiffany with the tits. How do I get it? Do I have to sign up a new account? Yeah, you just have a new account. Right, I'll do it after the show. So yeah, dude, no, it's got to be titties. Come on. At Tiffany with the titties? Yeah. Speaking of titties, uh, I tried to show this on Friday. It's a Friday show. Oh, that's not it. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Oh, <laughs> there's my Google search. Look at this, Rock. Look at this. Uh, Talk, speaking of titties, I don't know if you can see that on the. Uh, all the, oh my God, Karen, what are you looking at? This is this is this is Hoppy Floppy. This is from your favorite website that you share your beer things. Untapped. Oh, Didn't we have the Untapped guy on the show way back when? Sure. Well, apparently this lady is uh, you know into the micro. What do you call them, Rock? My micro beers. Micro beers. Yeah, and craft, uh, craft beers. She's got her. Uh, she's got her. <laughs> she's got a profile going. She's gonna probably have enough money based on this profile to buy untapped in the future so she'll be the owner of untapped because there's so many of these i mean this girl is obnoxious in a word but yeah. I mean, look, uh, at, look at them my whole thing with this is like i didn't even drink the beers i feel like they just they have someone who buys them mm. and or people send it to them and they don't even they may have a sip her name is hoppy floppy see. yeah she just likes the beer rock Look at it. There's Very so neat. many of them, and they get so many views, and they probably just get so much money. Does it kill the uh, Does it kill the uh, enjoyment of you having an untapped account, Rock? Oh my God! Hello. Well, no, this is all on Instagram. Yeah. She just 
says she's on Untapped, but I don't think you don't think I don't she know is? what she's posting on Untapped uh, this stuff. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, just but it's all on Instagram, and they get millions of hits. Man, she got one hundred eighty-five thousand uh, followers, and it's just just beers and titties. Who has that many bathing suits? Uh, well, you know, if you got one hundred eighty thousand followers, I'm sure she's getting, you know. Cash. I mean, yeah. If you have 11 million viewers, you can make 70 million a year. Jesus Christ! 185,000 viewers. Like that's ins- like this is this is really like over the top. I mean, by the way, her titties. Are I've never seen. I've seen plenty of these these like beer girls on Instagram, but like Jesus Christ! I gotta like, tell you, her titties in this photo. I'm walking. Around, it looks like she has heat lightning happening. <laughs> heat lightning. <laughs> I don't know. I'll get out of here. We'll get back guys, to the show. We'll get, guys are just like go back to horn dogs. Some, it's like, yeah, I'm going to like this. Who go cares? back to some serious stuff. Uh, living Ghost. Oh, somebody's, easy, somebody's laughing. Easy, uh, easy way to get likes. You just, people just, guys, it's all guys. Guys will just like that shit for days. Yeah, I mean, because you're bored. You, you know, guys, here's the thing. Guys take shits, at least three shits a day. And when they're what? on the shitter, Rock. Some guys take. I know guys at, at my employment who take like fucking five, six shits a day. They're just big, giant wow, human that's beings. That's a way to kill time. Yeah, their fucking diets are disasters. <laughs> disastrous diets. So they take a lot of dumps. And when you're on the dumper, what do you want to look at? You're kind of bored. You know, you sit there. You got the thing going on. You look at titties. That's what guys look at titties. So when they, you know, that's why, you know, I look that's at titties. Insane. No. That's insane. No. It's just so. I, I, 185,000. Does she feel good about herself? I would. Oh be honest with you, I would. <laughs> I like, would. There's 185,000 dicks that want to see my tits. <laughs> you know? Wow. That makes you feel good when you get up in the morning on Monday. You're just like, you know what? Fuck, my job sucks, but there's 185,000 dudes out there. Who want to put their hammer between my big balloons? And in three that, years, and in three that years, was thinking. and in three years, when my fucking followership goes from uh, one hundred eighty-five thousand to about six point eight million, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna throw that fucking festival again. I'm gonna sponsored by my titties. I don't even know what I'm saying today. You know, I was also thinking, Rock. Oh, what were you going thinking? back to the Woodstock 50th anniversary, and do you think uh, Woodstock would have happened in this uh, uh, if social media was around in 1969? Do you think? Did I ask you that question already on the show? Do you think Woodstock would have happened if mm-hmm. t- social media was around in 1969? Oh, we talked about this before the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. No, I don't think it uh, would. It wouldn't have happened. No, I don't think it would. It would have been. It would have been. It would have been the Friar Festival, right? Pretty much. I, I feel like. Uh, People would have started complaining about stuff. Yeah, it would have totally exactly. I mean, that's exactly what it would have been. It would have been the fire festival all over again. Uh, you know how people are like, oh man, fucking 2019. It's it's we're living in crazy times, man. We're living in crazy fucking times, bro. Fucking mass shootings. Our president's a fucking crazy man. He's orange and shit. But if you think about it. I think that's all just a reflection of social media, because if you think about the 1960s, there were three assassinations of prominent figures in the 1960s in the United States. One was a president, one was a senator, and one was uh, Martin Luther King. That's pretty sure. nuts. Can you imagine if social media was around in the 1960s and that shit was happening? Yeah. yeah. What would oh, people say sure. about those times? 
You but, know? but, you know, on the flip side, though, we have way more, like, mass shootings now. Do we? Because, I don't know, we don't have assassinations. I know that. That's true. Yeah. They don't, pre- or, or uh, we're not, we're, you know, getting up thinking, you know, our president's going to get shot, or, you know, he's. No, I, but also security has changed drastically. Um, mm intelligence and all that so that that sort of stuff is very difficult to do now but uh, yeah no i was thinking about that when i was watching you know, like kennedy was just like you know he was in like in a parade in a in an open convertible like that i'm not saying that general trump doesn't go publicly but mm. i don't think you can i don't think they really do those sort of and even if they do those situations where they're kind of like publicly in the open, so to speak, there's so many SWAT and yeah, they and have that. They have that glass. Up. They have that fucking glass everywhere. They yeah, go. there's all sorts of recon and, and yeah, it's, it's a hard angle. Down. By the way, that angle that uh, uh, Lee Harvey, our office of world, had to shoot Kennedy in the uh, grassy knoll. There, I yep. looked. I looked at that in person when I was in Dallas, and I was like, man, that's a fucking hell of a shot. <laughs> it's a fucking angle like this, man. It's fucking. Wow. It's it's a crazy shot. From, from they actually have the window marked of where he apparently was, and it and you know he has the X on the street where fucking Kennedy was where he got hit. It's a yeah. fucking hell of an angle. It really wow. is a crazy angle. They made that whole building in a museum. Like you can't go in the room where Lee Harvey Oswald was, but you wow, can, you can't go in there. You can go up to the you can go up to the door and look in. I think. Yeah, the whole museum. Like people fucking flock to that shit every day. It's crazy wow. shit. Not a very big area too. It's very small. Sure. The, the grassy and all there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, you know, are these times really crazy or is it just because it's a reflection of everybody? Or it's just a reflection of our ability just to hear everybody's opinion if we just go on I, the internet. Yeah, I think the, the way I guess I see it, things have um, now, because of social media, a way to ramp up really fast, where in the past – it would be a slow development and either that because it's such a slow development, it'll die off because it ultimately wasn't that important or the true facts came out or all the information was divulged in time or it would keep ramping up appropriately because obviously it was a big event. Um, Now it's just, everything's immediate. Everyone just goes from zero to 1000 and everything becomes gigantic. But also back in the 60s, the opinion or the news or the voice that's telling you about the story is coming from one source, which is the TV. You know, now it's coming from, you know, a million if you wanted to, you know, you're listening. People, people just random people send stuff to the news now. People's videos and stuff, you know, appear on the news. I mean, it's it's a little indirect to what we're talking about, but it's just the way how it's kind of like cross pollinates now. Um, uh, people get put stuff on social media, and the news use it. <clears throat> uh, Crazy, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely just, different now. And yeah, so to your to your point, yeah, I don't think Woodstock would would exist would have happened in today's. No, I, I, no, no way. They didn't have. They didn't even have like parking for the people. They didn't have parking. Yeah, it was nuts. The, the interstate. I mean, the thing I remember about the fire festival is that sandwich picture that someone posted on Twitter. Like that is the that is the. Uh, memorable moment when that guy posted the picture of that little shit sandwich that yeah yeah but the people that went to woodstock 1969 that would have been like the the greatest thing of all time because they didn't they ran out of food on saturday they didn't have any fucking food imagine that that happening now they didn't have cleanliness they didn't have cleanliness back then people are they were sleeping not in tents 
they were sleeping where they were sitting watching the concert. And they would just went to bed and then they woke up and then fucking Janis Joplin's playing or something, you know? Let me tell you, those hippies were a little bit tougher than uh, they made them out to be. Right. That generation was way, way tougher than the fucking generation that goes to festivals now because, yeah. you know, Wi Fi is not happening. Fucking A, everybody's going to make an uproar, you know? <laughs> Can't take my selfie when I'm at the event. What's the point of me being here? Where's my Wi-Fi? Right. I don't care that fucking Cardi B's playing 50 feet from me. I can't take a picture of it, so I'm out. Right. <laughs> it's true. It's so true, man. Fucking psychopaths that fucking we live with these days, you know? I was out there playing golf yesterday, Rock, and oh, on a beautiful... Old man Kieran. I love old man Kieran. Yeah, no, old man Kieran trying to fucking relate. I was out there playing golf on a beautiful golf course surrounded by mansions, literally million-dollar homes around me. I didn't take one fucking picture. Well, that's not true. I took one picture, but it was of the of a mountain. And I didn't, you know, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in the moment. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm out there with my dad who's getting really old. He's not be able to play golf that much longer. Uh, and my brother-in-law was nice. I was out there having, I'm going to enjoy the moment. I don't need to take fucking pictures. No nice. selfies. You didn't take a selfie? No, I didn't take no selfie. I was out there. I was like, you know, I had two beers at like fucking nine in the morning. You. Yeah, it was 119 degrees. I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> uh, opinion-based news, Kieran. That's right. Everything's an opinion. We did have Walter Cronkite. It was 1969, right? Yeah, but it makes you wonder, like, was was that news back then skewed, you think? Or was it uh, was it honest? Was it down the middle back then? But then they just go, hey, yeah, you don't know. Who's writing the fucking copy, you know? Right. Well, right. It, it all It's all based on who's writing the copy. Yeah. You know, fucking Joey. We can, only hope. we can only hope. Joey copywriter guy doesn't like fucking Nixon. That's a weird name. If Joey, Joey copywriter guy didn't like Nixon, that's probably the reason why we all hate Nixon now. Right. <laughs> it's true. You know what, man? You, yeah. It's a fair thing to, to say. Yeah. Like, Hard to know. Uh. If, can you imagine um, something like this happening with the Chris Cuomo, <laughs> the Chris Cuomo thing? I don't know. I, you know. I heard about it vaguely, but I really, I, I'm not familiar. So what happened? I got, uh, well, he was at some sort of event or something, walking by and some dude called him Fredo or something. Can you imagine that happening to Walter Cronkite? No. <laughs> here's the He's a uh, man's man. Here's the audio, Rock. I'll, I'll play it for you so you get the gist. Pictures from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh, must- Fredo is from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? It's a fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. People are in uproar because they uh, said uh, Fredo is the equivalent of calling somebody the N-word. And, uh, wow. you know, that's not really true. <laughs> I think we all know that people. That's the end words. Really, uh, uh, stretch. But here's a case mm. that, you know, before social media, this would have never gone beyond the wall of that area that they were at. Before you know opinion based news, this heckler guy in, in a crowd wouldn't have called Chris Cuomo Fredo. They probably right, would have true. shook his hand as, re, as respect, but yet Chris Cuomo is a part of the millions of people who do news. Uh, opinion-based news, whether it's a writer or a fucking blogger or it's, uh, you know, a guy, you know, reading teleprompters on CNN or Fox News or MSNBC. Here's more. Cool fucking thing. You're 
you're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, then we'll fucking play. If you've got something you want to say about what I do on television, then say it. But I'm going to fall you. Hey, man, hey, listen. What? I don't want any problems. Yeah, you're going to have a big fucking problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't fucking insult me like that. By the way, I, if I were Chris Cuomo right here, I would look down and I'd go, you're filming me? Let me shove that phone up your ass right now. Yeah. I would smash yeah. that phone or something. I would take it away and start filming him. You know? He's so, but he's just so, apparently, I mean, he's clearly so livid right now. He's probably not even thinking. Of, he's probably not even looking around. He's not even thinking with that sort of common sense to be like, I hope this isn't being filmed. Yeah. It's got to be annoying. He's clearly enraged. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that be? It would be annoying, wouldn't it, Rock? Though, so, like the fucking bee, like be walking around a crowd, and some dudes like, "Hey, fucking chops, chops that's face." Right. You know, that'd that's be annoying. That that so would be annoying. Below, below good quality. Hey, hey, internet midget. <laughs> you know. I know. Then be I like to, one day, and I'd be like, you know what? I'm tapping out of this. Then, 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 then I have to go over there and go, "All right, guys, stop, stop." Stop referring to me as a midget. <laughs> One thing, you don't like what I do on the internet. Uh, yeah, I know. That's that's always been, like, the concern. Like, you know, like, but, well, you know what people think. And I, I kind of get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, to be that pissed off at them. But at the same time, like, you're on a national television network like you're 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 essentially in a you're you're hold a high level job in a very corporate environment Hmm. you know like you 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 just simply just can't act like that under any circumstances you have to like shrug it off that's like saying some like vp of like pepsi doing that it's the same kind of level of thing You, you you just have to be above it all and move on and ignore it that's it thick skin you gotta you gotta go on brush your shoulders off like uh jay-z said right all right, but clearly he's he's had enough. Yeah, uh, let's go back to the Chris Cuomo stuff. I didn't insult you. Yeah, I you call me Fredo. It's like I call you Punk Bitch. You like that? Oh, yeah. You want that to be your nickname? By the way, Punk Bitch is the, the standard white guy insult. Punk, punk bitch. bitch. Like when you're in a fight with another white guy yeah. and you don't know what to call him, you go to your Rolodex of uh, terms and Punk Bitch is number one. You're a Punk Bitch. Most guys that are creative will jump like 30 slots and go with, uh, you're being a little bit cunty. Cunty is a good one. I believe cunty comes in at number three, number 30 on the list. What do you think, Rock? Punk- I don't think people use that enough. I think a guy should use that to a guy more often. I think yeah. we throw him off. Cunty? Yeah. yeah. Sounds a bit cunty to me. <laughs> you're like, what? Wait a minute. Oh, what? What? Yeah, because you can go both ways. You can go, you know what? Your, your voice is sounding a bit cunty and... You smell a bit cunty. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, I got a intellectual te- layer there. Maybe me and Rock can teach Chris Acting. Cuomo. Yeah. We, we can teach Chris Cuomo how to do uh, some insult stuff. Call you that. I you asked- called me Fredo. You know thought- my name's not fucking Fredo. I thought your name was. You did not think my name was fucking Fredo. Don't be a liar. I, I want to be a man. Stand listen. up like a man. I'm standing up, man. I want to be a man out yeah, here. Then fucking own it. Then own what listen, you said. Man. Hey. Then own what you said. Listen, listen take man. Take a problem with you, man. You're going to have a fucking problem. What? What are you going to do about it? I'll fucking ruin your shit. I'll fucking throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Please do. You don't want to sue? You don't want to sue? So you can fucking sue? Well, why don't you do it? Take a swing. You call me Fredo. Take a fucking swing. Take a fucking swing. Watch your fucking hands. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a typical white guy. Uh, that escalated. What you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Yeah, it's a typical white guy uh, fucking 
fucking confrontation when everybody's like, please swing first. No, you swing first. No, please, you swing first. Because <laughs> they don't want to be at fault. Well, right, exactly it. That's yeah, exactly the way it. all these fucking things happen. Man, he is. Yeah, yeah. so Go ahead. No, he, he, I, I am shocked by this, to be honest. You didn't I, see this? I was he lost it. Yeah. No, he lost his shit. Call me I'm shit. Not, call I'm, me I'm, shit. Hey, Listen, man, I'm, I'm fucking not fucking doing anything. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Stop. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Stop. You didn't, you didn't know what you were doing with I your thought it was your name. Right? Right? I thought it was your name. You didn't know. I thought it was your name. You didn't know. Hey, you know what you were saying, right? See, the other guy, just the heckler guy just blew his whole fucking wad right there. He's like, I thought it was your name. I thought your name was Fredo. So clearly he's guilty of being a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'll wreck your shit, man. I'll wreck your shit, bro. That's like number five on the list. Yeah, that's on that Rolodex somewhere. Your shit's gonna be wrecked, sir. (laughs) Come on, Chris. You're on the fucking CNN. Come up with a better insult. Not good. He was angry. He must have been called that before. Tell you what, you ever see him fucking broadcast a hurricane? You You get fucking scared for the hurricane when he's down there. You know? You're like, man, that hurricane. Hurricane's be- calling me Fredo. Hurricane's coming this way. I'm Chris fucking Cuomo. Call me for. I'll fucking wreck your shit. I'll re- I'll send your shit right out to the ocean. You're gonna hit me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the hurricanes tend to change. Yeah, they they just send, away from Cuomo. Yeah, they send Chris down there, and the hurricane's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to wreck your shit, Hurricane. That's, that's the big Come tough, at me, bro. That's the big tough guy on the 9 o'clock slot on CNN. I don't want to be around that guy. That's crazy, man. Chris Cuomo says Hurricane Schmurricane. That's right. All right. We'll take it. You want to take a short break and come back? Because sure. uh, we've been rambling for 54 minutes. Uh, it is a Lunatic Radio show. Follow us on the uh, social medias at Lunatic Radio uh, on Instagram. And Twitter at Lunatic Radio. Uh, the show at Lunatic Radio is the email address. 718-690-9290 is the phone number to call in live. Taking a short break back on LunaticRadio.com show right after this. You know, the one thing that would make this better? A really big hit of windowpane acid. Lunatic Radio. Don't be unsociable. I don't know him. Who the hell am I sitting next to? Lunatic Radio's on Facebook. Oh, they all just go there? Everybody yes. Are we on there, Ron? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Take a moment and follow them now. I hate them! Before Kieran has another international incident. What do you like? Tits! Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. And it says a friend. Yes, we like that. I like you, you like me. We can have a ham sandwich together. It's called the friendship on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. If you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fireway. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website, uh, LunaticRadio.com, and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website. If you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. From the lunaticradio.com show. Now back to Kieran and Rock. They may suck. That is all. What up, everybody? LR Show. Some reason in my notes, I have uh, Circle K Cashier written down. 
and it reminded me of my Circle K cashier that I see at about 10.30 at night when I get off from the gym. And I go in, I buy my uh, chewing tobacco product on my way home from the gym. He is, he, he fucking makes me laugh. Because he's that typical, stereotypical type cashier that you see working the night shift at a fucking Circle K or 7-Eleven. Just fucking aloof with life. He literally does this every time I'm in there. He goes, uh, you know, I, I'm like, uh, I just want to, I want to get a, uh, you know, tobacco products. And uh, he, he will go, he'll, he'll give it to me and go, would you like a bag? And I'm like, no. And here we go. Okay, it's, it's five seventy nine. Would you like a bag? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you just asked me that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they don't have the brightest oh, no. bulbs in that in those stores. Is he sure you don't want anything else? No, man. That's why. Did I ask you if you wanted anything else? <laughs> He's fucking hilarious, man. He's, hey, have you got on the uh, Little Nas X tip with the, uh, what is that, a record for like no most number one weeks on the radio charts? Little Nas that, X? Yeah, that guy with the country rap song. Yeah, the uh, gay black guy. It looks like a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. You down with it? Am I down with Little Nas X rock? Yes. I've come and gone with that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's it's kinda, over? Kind of like, that's Little Nas X. Listen to the song. But, oh, good. Now I'm done. Next thing. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's, I, I I'm pretty impressed by how long it uh, stayed number one. I think it still is number one. Still number one. Yeah. Still number one. Little Nas X. It's that. It set the record. Okay. So how like long? Most consecutive weeks. At number one, Little Nas X. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? So you're, what? You you, but there's a lot of charts, Rock. There's a lot of Billboard charts. There's like 99 of them. You got to go to the main chart. I'm sure he's not number one on the main chart. Oh, yes, he is. Lil Nas X all-time raw into its 16-week and number one on Billboard Hot 100 today, tying the record for longest consecutive. That was J- July 22nd, but it set the record. It broke the, the record uh, July 29th. Um, so where are we at? What is the most recent? No one? one has no one has been more than 16 weeks at number one. No, no, no that, song whatsoever. That is correct. That is absolutely 100% correct. And Billy Ray Cyrus is on the track, so it's hilarious that Billy Ray Cyrus is back in on it. Back to number one. Look at him. Little Nas X. Little Nas X likes the old... Uh, <laughs> likes the parking rides. Take that horse to the old parking ride. How does Nas feel about like some other rapper having like his name? Uh, and he's a gay cowboy? I'd probably be upset. <laughs> Like how do you how do you just use Nas? It's like I don't understand how that how yeah, that works. Like because Nas is short for Nazir, and I would imagine you know no one else did that before Nas came around. Yeah, you know. And uh, little Nas X just fucking yeah. That's What's like, with all the Lils? I mean, I hate to sound like I'm out of touch, but why are there so many Lils? Uncreative cunts, rock. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm little, so little everybody's this little little dab, little yeezy, little sneezy, little deezy, little peasy, little little yachty, little jeezy, little yachty, little little boat, little fucking forerunner, <laughs> little little jet ski. There's all sorts of ones. Little big. Is little yachty uh all, like kind of a boat reference or no? No, no, little yachty, yeah, little yachty, yeah. I mean, it's a Sugar Ray album, but I think it's making fun of some rapper because I feel like there's like a little yachty, right? Should be a little cunty out there. Little yachty, yeah, little yachty is a rapper. 
Uh, Rock was telling me that Taco Bell is going to start serving uh, beer at some point. That's they true? already have out on the West Coast. Really? If, if you are out there and you see a Taco Bell cantina. Taco Bell cantina. Yeah. Uh, so so Taco Bell is really on this interesting um, progression this summer. I don't know if you heard. They had a uh, uh, they rented out a hotel for a couple days in uh, Palm Springs. Did you hear about Taco this? Taco Bell did. Yeah. Really? They took over an entire like resort in Palm Springs mm-hmm. and they called it the bell and people were able to stay. And when they went live with the, uh, to, to make reservations for the stay, it sold out. in I believe a couple minutes, the entire hotel. Really? And yeah. And basically, uh, it was a couple weekends ago and there's and a Taco I Bell cantina right there, rock on the, on the yeah. video screen. Go ahead. So anyways, yeah. So apparently the food was really good. You know, they, 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 they did spins on their normal, you know, menu of items. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had like a uh, fire uh, hot sauce packet floaties in the pool. And just apparently everyone had a great time. Everyone enjoyed it. They, they really did a, a great job. All the rooms were decorated with like Taco Bell-ish vibes and things like that. Um, so and, what are they trying so, yeah. to spin into like a Buffalo Wild Wings type deal? What's that? Are they trying to spin it along that Buffalo Wild Wings type deal? Or? Yeah, so now with this cantina, basically it's a Taco Bell, but they could serve beer at it, and it has more of a uh, fast casual vibe. And I guess to your point, yeah, yeah, mixing, I think that's what they're going for: mixing beer with fucking those soft tacos and or any. Oh my god, I feel sorry for the toilets that install in there. <laughs> That but maybe they're like eating their food, show. you know, because apparently at the hotel, you know. Yeah. Um, yes, I know. Nomad's getting to the point. I mean, we talk about this ad nauseum, specifically me and Demolition yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Taco Bell wins the fast food wars. And yeah. If there is a step in that direction, uh, th- this past summer, Are you saying Taco this Bell is- planted themselves in, in a firm, firm spot to claim that victory of the food wars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking evil. Fucking Rob Schneider. I can see how that could be confusing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, they are going to win uh, the fast food wars. I think Taco Bell is going to dominate. Would you ever go into a Taco Bell cantina, Karen? They serve Coors Light there. That's one of the beers. Depends on what kind of ass they got in the place. I always go with the asses, Rock. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're just going to roll in there and be like, order a taco and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to get, you know, get around the whole fact that the food sucks. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, I remember because as a youngster, I used to, that's where we went after we got all pounded up. You know, somebody would be sober enough to drive to the Taco Bell and we'd sit there in the parking yeah, lot and eat 40 soft tacos. That's right. Throw, throw, oh, man, those are the days. Throw it all on the, on the fucking goddamn uh, parking lot floor and leave. All the rappers. Everything. Even though the garbage can four feet away, all yes. the garbage would be right there on the fucking... We were, just, we were such dicks. In the parking lot. So that's my nostalgia when it comes to Taco Bell. I've never gone there and been like, ah, can't wait to get a couple beers and a couple tacos and sit in this fucking Dayglo fucking restaurant and, <laughs> you know, vibe out. No, it's just not, not one of them things. But maybe it'll catch on with the younger generation, you know? It doesn't... Yeah. It's not, it's not fucking, you know, it's not advertising to me. It's yeah. advertising to the young kids who don't know anybody. More of a hanging out place, which, it's, you know, yeah. 
Let's go get pounded up and eat some soft tacos. It doesn't sound like a really good idea to me. Man, yeah, you used to get you get you'd be able to get the uh, the box of tacos, right. like a twelve pack. And they call it a suitcase. Tacos. That's when that's when the fucking they really didn't care what you, how much you consumed as a human being. No, it, was like, the, it is by the case. Well, you, what was it? White Castle used to do that. They still do that, don't they? Yeah. They put like Ooh. thirty cheeseburgers in one fucking box. Absolutely. I can't even. But I, I remember we were going to Taco Bell. We would order, so we would similar situation. We'd be out partying. We'd go there, and. You know, we'd say to them, yeah, we need three cases of tacos. And they just, like, roll their eyes. They're like, there's so many fucking tacos we got to make now. <laughs> fucking Bro- 60 tacos you got to get. Why? If, if you got a, if you got a fucking 18-year-old on the inside making 60 tacos at, at 12.01 at night, exactly. you know, you know when he gets around 40, 41 tacos in, all of his spit is going right into this. <laughs> He's so pissed off that he has to yeah, do just that. Just eat from the first box. Just eat from the first box. You really want to get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really have to eat, you pick, pick from the first box or the other two boxes out. There's no way. You can't eat those. Uh, I, like in hindsight, like it's always empty. And, you know, the place to talk about would be empty. And then we'd roll in and you could just see the people. They're tired. It's like you said, past midnight. Yeah. And like, yeah, can we get 60 tacos? <laughs> right. Dude, at the Taco Bell I used to go to, let's see, it was in uh, Longwood, Long Island, I believe. Longwood. Longwood? Was it named Longwood? I don't think it was the name of the town, was it? I don't know. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, there was, everybody would eat tacos, and then there would be like another fucking group of kids from a, a neighboring school, and then it would be like a fight would break out all the time. <laughs> because you're like, you don't go to our school. You don't go to our school. And then they would just fight because they go to different schools. Want to fight me, bro? Want to fight? Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. One shot. It was a white kid versus white kid, and nothing. No punches were ever thrown because the word "punk bitch" and "Fredo" would be thrown around. Right. And you're like, "Go take your first shot." No, take your first shot. No, take your first shot. No, take your first shot. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, white rich kid? Boxing, if it, no, there were no punch would be ever thrown. How do you, how do you score? It's terrible. They would just uh, sue each other. How do you, how do you score? <laughs> verbal, just verbal punches. <laughs> uh, oh, bro. What is this thing? Because uh, what is this thing you were telling me about? Football. Oh, the SFL. All right. So what? So, the SFL? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, in my area, it's not in everywhere, but there's an 11 sports. That's the name of the channel. And they kind of they get the uh, the the odd sports that no other major network wants to air. Right. So they get, uh, you know, sometimes they get local stuff or whatever. Anyways, I was flipping through the channels and um, actually you can see 11 sports on like Twitch and Pluto. But anyways. They had this simulated. I saw you know, on the bottom of your cable box uh, mm. with, on the television. It tells you the info. And as I was flipping through, it says simulated football league. And I was like, well, okay, I got to check out what the hell this means because what the hell is a simulated football league? Mm. Basically, what it is, it's it's an esports league, which is elect- short for electronic sports, Kieran. Right. Of, uh, they play football uh, like through like 2K19, whatever, some, some football game. And they televise it. Um, and it's basically, uh, 
a bunch of people who own the teams and people can be the players or represent the players. I don't know to that level. I know that there's owners of the teams and they represent the team and they decide the trades of the players and um, whatever else goes into the simulations, how their workout routines go, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know the full extent to what an owner does, but the whole thing that, sh- that I found interesting, A, a sports channel is showing – uh, electronic sports of football on television. Right. And that had me thinking, it's like... It's like you know, watching are, a video game, right? Am I, am I wrong? It, it is, but but it had me think, it's like, you know, you give a couple more years, these graphics are pretty good, but they're getting, like, very detailed to the point that if you look pretty quickly, maybe you wouldn't even know if it was a fake football game or not. So it, I, to me, I was at that point, I'm like, what's the difference? Like, if if you don't know if these people are real or not, and it's a game... And there's still like a local sports team to your area. Does it matter? Does it matter if they're real people or not? Is it still just the same game then? I'm so confused. I'm I'm, re, I'm on the uh, simulation football league website. Yeah, and I, I'm in the news section of the and there's there's an article uh, published on eight sixteen twenty nineteen. Uh the rookie journey, Aiden's first quarter. Hi, my name is Aiden Davis. I play cornerback number 30 for the Houston Hyenas. Like, how is he playing? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I don't know how that works. That how, how, does, how does a person be a player? But you can be a player, apparently. This is my rookie journey joining the Simulation Football League. What does that even mean? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. So by the Simulation League, that means the computers, the AI just plays the games for you. There's not like people with you know controllers playing. And that was the whole thing. Uh, they, they showed like in between a commercial break, I guess the uh, the commissioner and because he started the league and um, he said, yeah, like what if we take the controllers out and let the computers play and let just people manage the team? Yeah, I'm, I'm clicking on like this shit doesn't it, it does, I can't get my head around it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think outside of the whole idea of how they play the league for me, the bigger picture was, could this be the future of sports um, from a televised standpoint? Because, yes, I could tell the difference now, but in a couple of years, the technology, maybe you couldn't even tell the difference between, uh, you know, a, a computer video game and a televised game. They're playing the same game. You know, what, what's the difference They're, as, as a spectator of the sport? Like, does it matter? Mm. Does it matter if it's real at that point? Uh, a life in the league quarterback, Ashley Jackson. This is an article written by a hot chick because she's just – Oh man, the hot girls are already infiltrating the fucking the simulated football league. There's a hot girl writing a fucking article about, I guess, joining the league. Well, that's a good sign. They have an influencer, right? Yeah. So that that means it, that has, it, it's it's going to go somewhere. Uh, first female quarterback of the league. The feeling of sheer joy and appreciation I felt the moment I was was priceless. It felt like I was actually being drafted by the NFL. I never thought I would be doing something like this ever. I don't get how they play. Do, do like when is somebody controlling each player? No, no, no. But what I understand, there's no controllers. There's no one playing it. It's all simulated. All right. Oh, so there's people that that run the. There's people who own the team. Mm-hmm. But um, I wonder. I, I don't know how you can be. They say you could be a player. SFL, right? Player. I don't and get like, how what does that mean. Like, what do you do? Yes, SFL. 
Like, so that girl was drafted as a quarterback because some guy wanted a girl named who was kind of hot on her team, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think that's what kind of it breaks down to uh, about history, player progression. So the so these teams are going to be full of fucking hot influencer chicks because the guys are going to draft them, right? <laughs> because oh my they, god, that's all it's because gonna... all they're going to try to do. These owners are just going to try to fuck the players who are hot influencer chicks. That's all it's going to be. And they're going to become famous off of nothing. <laughs> they're going to be famous because some dick picked them on. Uh, I don't even get this. This doesn't make any sense. It's like, how does this work? Because, like, you can make a player, too, to be drafted. But but the sliders let you go to, like, 100% on everything. So it's not even like you have to. How do I be? How do I create my player? How do I become a coach? Mm. How do I become an owner? Yeah, I don't know. There, there's still a lot of it I don't understand. But all I know is it was on a sports channel. Yeah. And I'm watching it, and they're playing football. And my takeaway was, who's to say this wouldn't replace the real thing? There's no difference. They probably I'm watching, dude, yeah, watching that, football at home. You, that those uh, you know guys make livings playing video games. I mean, they play fucking. They, they make millions and millions of dollars. So this is certainly going to be something. And then I think about it's like there's no injuries, obviously. Mm. Any city could have a team. Like they had a team from London. Yeah, you know, no, it's they a, have a lot no, of no traveling. No one's, you know, it's they represent a, they represent a city or state, but there's no, yeah, these you are, know, there's a lot of teams. There's teams from all over. There are, yeah. I had the teams in front of me. There's uh, the Alaska Storm, Atlanta Swarm, Baltimore Vultures, Carolina Seahawks, oh, Skyhawks, Charleston Predators, just from like pretty much every city. San Francisco Sharks. They got uh, London, Mexico City. Tulsa, yeah. uh, Desperados, the Vancouver Legion, Tallahassee Pride. Might want to change that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the idea, like Alaska having a team, I mean, like, who would have thought in, like, you know, a major right. U.S. sport that there'd be a, I mean, not that that would consider this a major U.S. sport, but the point is, is that they have, you, you have that creative flexibility with this, with a computer simulated sports. Yeah, I don't get this. Ashley Jackson, she she wrote like this long fucking article about being drafted, I guess. Uh, I woke up at 7 a.m. sharp, got into my daily workout routine, SFL yoga pants and matching jacket, Nike's on and Beats by Dre headphones, head out for a jog and help ease the anxiety before hitting the field. What? Wait, what field? I don't know. This is what I'm so confused about it. Or is she like pretending to be I like a real so. person, like a real like as, as if it's real? I think so. I think that's what she's doing. I uh, grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, home of the Georgia Bulldogs, Atlanta Falcons, Peaches, and Sweet Tea. And high school I was involved in sports, mainly football through music. Um, uh, I was in the marching band, so I attended every game every week. I also watched Falcons games with my father growing up. So the past experience coupled uh, with what my husband taught me with watching the games with him allowed me greater understanding of the sport. I guess she's giving her whole background, and now she was drafted into the, I don't even know. Uh, game time can be very exciting and stressful for the same time. In the locker room, you're, what? I don't get what she's saying. So, so here, so just to kind of, I'm reading the about, and it says how are games played. The SFL runs their simulations using all pro football 2K8. Mm-hmm. Each game 
streamed using YouTube or Twitch. Our broadcasters watch and call the game live with you, and that's how I saw it. They're mm. real broadcast. Coaches submit their custom playbooks, slimming down over 5,000 plays into four quarters of game planning. So I guess those plays, the game lets you put those plays into a game plan book mm. for that game. So there is some level. There is a coach that does stuff. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's some shit going on in this. It's a, it's a crazy thing. It's cool, though, I guess, if it works. Man, the, the graphics do look great, though. You know? I didn't realize it was 2K8, so it's not even like a recent version of the game. I know. There's like people watching it. There's all people watching these things. Like a real okay. game. Like Man, a real football oh. game. They're watching it like they're a real football game. It's, that's fucking crazy. Look for these people, you know? They got something going on. <laughs> but like you know because i and, and i was talking about this before the show with kieran is that you know back in the day kieran would would joke about me having you know sports jersey with people's names in the back and he would never have it because he's not gonna I'm promote not, i'm not some, i'm not wearing some guy some 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 other guy's fucking name on my back i think it's gay like I'm not wearing a Jeter jersey. All right, we don't need to get to the gay part, but the point is that Kieran get just is not going to wear some other guy. So to the point though, he he obviously roots for his team. We'll use the Yankees for example. But let's say, would he still root for the Yankees if if all the players were there? But like, but they were just it was a computer generated version. Would it be the same thing for you? I no, it wouldn't be the same. Why? Thing. Why would it be the same thing? Because I come from a generation of fucking. You watch the game in person, played by real right. people, real blood and sweat rock. You know? Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I get that. I yeah. get that. I don't know. It's a weird day. It's hard for me to wrap my head around. Maybe in future generations, this will be the norm. You know? I mean, I believe that's all the concussions started or, yeah. or not started, but became a, 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 an important issue in NFL. I mean, I still stand behind it that in another, you know short amount of time i don't know i don't know i couldn't put it give you i tell you what i don't think the nfl is going to be around that much longer in my opinion no not not 50 years down the line probably not yeah uh i think better athletes are going to go to the other sports i think golf is going to get crazy amounts of tremendous athletes because you know like the best athletes play football or baseball or something i think they're all going to go to baseball they're all going to go to golf track whatever the fuck they're not going to get away from those contact sports you know our, our sporting world is going to be very boring if golf becomes a major. It's going to be great. Everybody's going to 500 yards drives. Courses are going to have to be. have the longest drive competition. Courses are going to have to be 10 miles long. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck big ass golf courses. Word up. All right. I'm just That's inter- I, don't know, I found it interesting and just I kind think, of. A- I think it's very interesting. It's, a, it's, it's, it's super interesting. Yeah. Because the biggest sport. In our future is going to be the video gaming. The gaming thing is going to be because that's going to be worldwide. Some dude just won some Fortnite competition in Queens for three. He made three million. Yeah, that's going to be gigantic. People are getting it. People are buying into those, owning those teams. Yeah, you know it's a big investment. Um, so invest in this show. Yeah, because we know uh, stuff. All right, thank you for checking out the Lunatic Radio Show. Rock's going to be taking a break. For a while, yeah, I gotta see. Hopefully, it's not that long, but for sure, at least a week, probably two. But uh, yeah, Karen will keep you posted. I'll keep check you, out the Twitter. I'll keep you posted, and I'll be uh, probably doing solo shows or something. We'll figure it out. 
It's going to be great. People are going to be so entertained. I'm going to be like, hey, it's the Lunatic Radio Show. And then silence for 45 minutes. And I go, wait, I got to get some coffee. <laughs> All right. Thanks for checking out the show. Uh, Rock, uh, follow us on the social medias at Lunatic Radio. It doesn't really matter if I say that or not. Go ahead, Rock. Have your final word before you take your vacation. Yeah. Follow uh, Tiffany with the titties. Fuck yeah. Fuck. Peace. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com